Barbie. <laughs> Welcome back to season four of Wisecast. We are the podcast for women in STEM and education. I am Dr. Amber Miller. And I am Dr. Richa Chandra. Crazy that we're doing our fourth season, right? <laughs> this is goosebumps moment. Uh, women making progress, women making moves, uh, just like the Barbie movie, which we're reviewing and discussing today. But before we get into all that fun in our pink world, um, how did you dress for success today, Amber? Well, for our, our first episode, right, we are channeling Barbie and Pinkland. And um, I have on a solid pink headband, which when I was hunting for this, I had to think, do I have this or did my daughter steal this? But I have still held on to my hot pink headband still. I'm also doing the no makeup thing today just uh, for like, why not not care a little bit about um, what we're supposed to look like. What about you, Richa? How did you dress for success today? So I'm also sporting a pink headband. It's a uh, Disney Minnie Mouse sparkly headband that I did steal from my daughter for today because <laughs> as you guys know I like black so I don't have a lot of pink it was actually kind of tough for me to find something pink to wear to the movie because she really wanted us to be representing Barbie though I don't think anyone in my family has pink as their favorite color but we, we had fun with it for sure um it's funny that you say that. It's because my mom knows I don't like pink. And so there was like a solid five years where she would just mail me pink things because she thought it was hilarious, like for my birthday and whatever. So I'm pretty sure this actually came from one of those things. And then I started just embracing the hot pinkness and she stopped sending me things. So kind of funny. I love it. How that works out. Yeah, so we both really loved Barbie, the movie, um, and it's obviously made so many big records. I think you were reading about that, Amber. Um, yeah, that as of August 11th, Greta Gerwig's Barbie right, had collected over a billion dollars, U.S. dollars, worldwide, crazy. and it has instantly become the biggest debut ever for a film directed by a woman, which I think is super fabulous. I love it's it. Super fabulous. Yeah. We're so excited to talk about the movie and the controversies apparently around it as our season four debut episode. Okay. So I'm surprised to hear about the controversies around Barbie because I don't think I came across anything like that or I haven't really read about it. Um, and everyone I know loved it. So yeah, yeah just so started looking up. It was interesting to me because you know me, like I don't watch TV. I'm like very out of touch on the whole social, you know, thing in general. Um, and so my coworker saw Barbie and she's like, have you seen it? And I said, no, I haven't seen it. Uh, I don't even know if I want to see it. And it wasn't because I didn't want to see it, but it was, I just associated Barbie with like kids movie, right? And that's not what it is at all. So then when I looked it up too, because I was like, oh, we could take Addie to the Barbie movie. And I was like, oh, PG-13. <laughs> we probably shouldn't take her to see the you know, PG-13 movie yet. Um, and so she had gone and she liked it. And But she said there's a lot of controversy. Guys don't like it. Um, yeah. And then when my mom came out, because I had seen it and I loved it. Like, my mom would probably love this. And I said, mom, have you thought about going to see the Barbie movie? And she said, one of my friends saw it and she said, like, and not waste your money on it. So apparently she hated it. And so I said, yeah, my first question was, was it a girl or a boy, right? <laughs> Who told you not to see it? And she said it was a woman. So I don't know. I think there's just um, 
some of that. And then I think there was some controversy because I think there's um, one of the the actors or actresses is like uh, one of the trans, a transgender actress. And so that was like a big deal too, to, for some people, which for me, is not a big deal. And so I think there was just all these weird things that people just like to amplify and make controversy where there doesn't need to be any, but. Okay. So yeah. I don't even, I didn't notice that. Um, I'm just trying to think of, you know, like the PG-13 aspect of it as well, because that was some some of my concerns before, um, you know, and then I was like, okay, well, it's parental guidance until, you know, so, so it's yeah. like, okay. Um, and I feel like most of that stuff was like went over my kids' heads. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's what my friend said to you. She's mm-hmm. like, she'll just like, it's pink and it's pretty and fun. And the stuff that you think is funny, she just will not understand. She won't get, you know, the different things I, that we... I loved, um, what's her name? America Ferreira from Ugly Betty. Back in the day, I was like, oh my God, you know, that's Ugly Betty, first of all, you know, and, um, <laughs> and I, if I remember correctly, I think that show was also very feminist, um, like, you know, pro-feminist vibes, et cetera. And so I thought she was great. I loved her, you know, soliloquy and like the one that she kept repeating to like get the, the Barbies out of their trance. Yep. I'm like, what an yep. idea, right? <laughs> Are we yeah. all in a trance right now? Um, so I loved that. Um, I don't know. I feel like the the guys that I've talked to, they liked it too. And they're, you know, the whole patriarchy thing, you know, it yeah. was hilarious to see it from that perspective. It's, you know, we, we know it, but, you know, imagine if a doll comes from a pro, you know, female environment into like a male doll into the real world. It does look like that, right? It's yeah. it's crazy. It's like men everywhere, men, men. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, even like on our our dollar bills, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, that was, yeah. I think, that was my favorite part <laughs> in the whole movie was when Ken comes into the real world and like has to encounter all of the the patriarchy stuff, and he's like all empowered from it. Um, yes. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, so what are what are men saying that aren't into the movie? Again, I think it's just they don't like how they're portrayed in Barbie land, right? Um, and so, so that's stuff we deal with every day in the real world, I guess, to an extent. And so they didn't appreciate that they weren't taken seriously or, you know, whatever. They um, do realize they, it's a comedy, right? Like, I mean, again, yeah. yeah. Like, it's not a docu-series that's supposed to be funny and fun. Yeah. So I think that was some of the stuff that I heard that they were just... Um, Okay, so it's been banned in Vietnam, it turns out. I'm just like, I did a little search. Yeah. Um, the map is the problem. Oh, the map? Why is the map That's the problem for Vietnam? Were they not on it? <laughs> I don't know. It, which, okay, this map, which you'd miss if you blinked at the one-minute mark in the third trailer, is inadmissible in the International Court of Justice. It's cartoonishly unrealistic. Where's continental Europe? New Zealand. What do the sailboats? Uh, okay. Well, and so the other, so the one I, I clicked on the Guardian, which, you know, take that for, um, but basically, right, and that we're, you know, manipulating American public to consume Chinese propaganda via subliminal messages. What? Where's the Chinese propaganda? I don't know. And subliminal messages, I clearly missed all of them. Yeah. The Barbie scandal is as manufactured as the dolls themselves. I loved Ryan Gosling as Ken. 
you know, I want a sweatshirt that says I'm Ken enough or whatever. Yes, the Ken enough. <laughs> Ken enough. So Barbie was inspired by a German doll with breasts and long tapered legs. Yeah. So she was sold as a sex toy initially, right? And yeah, then... interesting. Well, it's also interesting. I don't know if like that look is as, I don't know, like on trend anymore because everything is like more like fit bodies, I think. Mm-hmm. In our generation where I think like the curves, like extreme curves were more celebrated, I think, before. And now it's like, you know, abs and like, you know, the runner's physique. And yeah, yeah that seems to be what society is embracing as attractive. Well, and now there's just like a lot more variety in the Barbie, right? So some still have the like pointed toe feet and some are flat feet. Is that so? Because I feel like, okay, maybe that's recent because I think all of Ashna's Barbies have the pointed feet. Oh, no, Addie has a few, not a lot, but a few that are flat, like with sneakers or flat sandals and stuff. But we definitely have a extensive Barbie collection. But like, are they all like cd cup parties <laughs> i think so i think they're i maybe not quite that bad but um they're still yeah they should have had a postpartum like after the pregnant one like postpartum barbie look at what happens to all these curves after right think real Sad, life saggy and <laughs> stretch mark barbie <laughs> I, I thought, I don't know. I really liked it. I thought it was hilarious. I thought there were plenty of moments where like, you're like, yes, that's how I feel. Right. And yeah. just the mom stuff. Um, I'm trying to remember because I thought not quite yeah, it's been a little while. Um, but, um, but I'm still like, there was moments where I was like, oh, I'm going to cry in the Barbie movie. Oh um, yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I was bawling with the, the mom daughter stuff. I think that's, you know, and yeah. like, um where what always makes me cry right so i was like yeah i can relate to that (laughs) i'm starting to see that like you know drift and then it made me cry because i was remembering when eshna would play barbies and she we'd just gone to a wedding so she would set it all up in her room where like the dolls were in the audience and there was like you know an aisle and everything she was like recreating like the wedding ceremony and it was just so cute it's it's equally as cute as like what Evie does with his dinosaurs. He'll take all his dinosaur toys and put them around in the playroom. And, but then he groups them like all this different stegos, stega, no, stegosaurus, that's a book. Um, stegosaurus are, are together and the T-Rexes and the Velociraptors. And then he'll say, that's the mommy and the baby. If they're like, you know, yeah. small or big, but that whole pretend play thing, you know, I like, it's going away for Ashna when she's like 10. She's not doing it as much as she yeah. used to, you know. Um, but I still remember that. Did you play with Barbies growing up? A bit, yeah. Yeah. We tried. Well, my sister was, I mean, we played with them. She mutilated them to an extent. Oh, my brother gosh. probably like aided in that. So, yeah. Um, but we did. We played. I had, I remember I had, which my mom still has a handful of our Barbies and stuff mm-hmm. still that when, when we go over there, Addie loves to play with them. But I remember getting, I had a locker, like a school, uh-huh. yeah. like a school locker, but it opens up and it's really like a shower and uh-huh. stuff, like so the change, like the locker room kind right, of thing. Right. So I remember that was like a big deal when um got it. And then I had a Barbie horse because I was big into horses when I was little. And so mm-hmm. we had that, but yeah, playing with them and stuff. And Addie still, I mean, 
today she's upstairs playing with Legos and her Polly Pocket doll. She created mm-hmm. this whole slide and like thing for them. But I feel like for the last two weeks, it's been, I've been like, can you please take your Barbies back upstairs? Can you please take your Barbies? Yeah. She just loves them and plays with them so much and has, has so much fun with all of them. So, um, but I don't know, like, I feel like it's just interesting to think the movie in terms of that Barbie solved all of our problems and we have gender equality right. and all the things that they think in Barbie. Yeah. Movie. And I think like, I don't know if I played with Barbie and I guess when we were growing up, there still weren't quite as many yeah. um, Barbie. There I weren't the clear yeah. ones that no. there are now. Um, so that wasn't like a, Ooh, Barbie can do it. So I can do it too. Kind of thing. There wasn't that aspect, but um, it was, it was, I guess, like, it was fun seeing the beginning of it where it was like, we don't want to play with baby dolls. Cause like, I don't know if I played with baby, like very many baby dolls. I'm sure we had a couple, but I remember playing with the Barbie, but yeah. I laughed because I think one of the first dolls my mom got Addie was this little backpack of a baby doll. Like it was a baby and we probably had a bunch of other stuff too, but you know, it's again, fostering that like mothering stuff mm-hmm. in women in terms of at the young age and playing mom or teacher right they like her and her cousins like to play teacher where one of them's a teacher and then the rest are the the students um so it's interesting to see how that like societally kind of right. it's a real world representation of what they see women doing right um in their world they see women are you know moms nurturing because that that is you know your relationship with your your mom and then all the teachers, you know, like 99%, whatever, are going to be female. Um, yeah. So that's that's what they encounter. But, I mean, you know, there are female physicians and dentists. And, you know, in their world, they're also seeing that, yeah. which um, I think we saw less of. Like, mm-hmm. my pediatrician was male. My pediatric dentist was male. I'm trying to remember yeah. what other other professions I encountered as a kid. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, so like the real world is helping. I don't know yeah. if Barbie solved our problems. <laughs> and, you know, that was like our aspirational adult doll. You know, if you yeah. didn't play with, once you were done with like, you know, baby dolls and all of that yeah. stuff, then you played with a doll that represented the next stage, your aspiration. Yeah. Um, and I think that looking back on it, I think I probably did fixate on the look, the physical attributes of Barbie. I don't think when I was playing, I paid that much attention to the body type, um, just because I wasn't there mentally to think yeah. about, you know, yeah. um, how the body develops, but it was more of like the long, shiny hair and like the outfits and the makeup yeah, the fashion. And, and the fashion. The fashion. So yeah. definitely I think that has a huge influence on on girls um what do boys have that's the equivalent so i mean i guess in our house because um our son is younger he has baby dolls because he wanted to have the same thing that eshna had and he does play with her barbies but he he just uses them to represent characters like the, the house is on fire and the ambulance is coming or the uh, fire truck is coming and, and he yeah. just uses her dolls for representation. Yeah. So maybe that's what he expects women to look like <laughs> someday. Yeah. 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 And I don't, and I don't even remember what my brother what my, and what like doll toys my brother had. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Like, cause I can't remember back. 
I know he played Barbies with us a little bit. We made him do all the things because he was the youngest. But yeah, I mean, they say like superheroes and stuff, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, He Man. He Man's, you know, that's that's got to be hard to like look at He Man and think that that's what you need to look like you know, as an adult. <laughs> And I guess maybe that's the difference is that, like, with the boy toys, like, it's more obvious that they're not real people. And Barbie is, like, more like a normal person looking, you know, like, she doesn't have superpowers. She doesn't, you know, have some, like, you know, she's not She-Man. She's not, you know, like, these things that are, um, we, we, we can recognize at an early age that are not real. Um, but, yeah, I don't know interesting too i mean that's at the same time like what was mattel supposed to do i mean so they made a joke about it right in the movie like what was it like uglier every day and then will ferrell says something like that's a terrible idea and like the the guy behind him crunches out like the the stats and numbers like actually it would do really well um but it's probably because of parenting right like it's not that the kids would gravitate towards like ugly every day whatever Barbie but um so I you know and it's aspirational it's just like when you watch I don't know reality tv or I guess I do I watch a lot of reality tv I want to see beautiful people on my television I don't want to see like you know unless they're like in some kind of body transformation like whatever you know kind of or like those what are those like when they um they have like get a fashion makeover there was like yeah yeah. You know, stuff like that, that's different, right? But you want to see people because it's it's not aspirational per se, but it's still yeah, inspirational or I don't know. It's just like it's not it's not reality. <laughs> so it's yeah. because otherwise you can just go around in your everyday world and see people like that. That's not entertaining, I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, do you think it's problematic? Again, I think. I don't, I don't know. I don't think, again, I think that Addie is not at the age where she looks at it like that. Like she has fun changing the dresses. I mean, and also we have, like I said, we have lots of Barbies and we have really old Barbies. Like one of Aaron's old coworkers, like gave him bags of, they were in the boxes still, but they were so old. Like you took them out and like the rubber band things were like disintegrated, you know? So like we have those Barbies, we have new Barbies. And everything in between, probably. So she still has the, okay, well, that dress is not going to fit on that Barbie because they're not the same, right? So so because we have so many, it's not exactly one body type. It's not exactly the same thing. Um, but I don't know how much that's affected her. Like, she has grown up with the long hair is beautiful, even though I, like, have never had long hair, right? And she doesn't want short hair. But now she does, you know, like, she wants shoulder-length hair and you know, these types of things. But initially, right, like she didn't want her hair. She wanted the long. And so I don't know if that's because of Barbie or because of other, you know, other things. Um, She likes the fashion. She likes being able to change their clothes and put on the different outfits and the different shoes and all that stuff is fun for her. And and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's like the easiest way to do it. Um, She asks for me to make clothes for her other dolls and her other stuffed animals because she thinks it's fun. Um, but it's way easier for her to just do that with the Barbies than for me to make like 30 different outfits for her other stuffed animals and stuff. Right. But, 
So I think she does it still, not just with the Barbies. It's like all of her things. She enjoys that kind of stuff. So yeah, I mean, it's just um, artistic expression in a way, yeah. creative expression. Um, and there's so much other stuff, right? Like if we're to blame Barbie, I mean, like what about all the Photoshopped influencers and social yeah. media, right? Like, you know, those things, those, those are around when girls are more in that, I guess, like not, not formative, but formative in terms of like their what they value for like what they how they look sexuality it's like part of you know becoming a woman like during that phase you get bombarded by all of that we had the magazines right like same thing it's a lot more so i don't remember getting to that age and then thinking back and barbie she also no a certain way um so you know that's that's even worse i feel like what's going out you know, in like the social media realm and, and even on the reality TV shows that I like, you know, but, but I don't know. It's, um, it's interesting, right? Like, I don't think that stopped me from doing well in life. So it's, you know, definitely like I can see how it takes up more of our like mental load, I guess, as women, because we, we waste time on makeup. We waste time on getting our hair colored or styled or when I say, or getting pedicures and manicures, all of the physical upkeep, right? We have so many hours of our life gone, you know, with, with all of those things. Um, you know, so, so all of it, I guess, has some kind of influence on us. But yeah, I don't know. But no, I mean, I agree. And I don't know. How much of these things are, um, I mean, because we've talked about some of it before, like the beauty tax and the, you know, whatever, in terms of just, um, like, that's the expectation for things that we look like and, and that type of stuff. Is it because of Barbie? Is it just because that's what people, again, like, people want to look at? That's what, I, I don't know, what makes it. But then there's that fine line of like what makes us feel confident and 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 you know proud to be going out in our skin is that with makeup without makeup right i mean i don't do a lot of makeup but recently i started doing i shouldn't say recently a few years ago i started like filling in my eyebrows more because we grew up in a time where like we didn't want eyebrows the super thin now it's like full eyebrows are are cool again and so now I feel super self-conscious when I go out without doing my eyebrows um, because Same. I have very thin, very little eyebrows. And so even for things that I know it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I do if I'm at home. Like if there's, I, I mean, even at home, I cannot leave my bathroom without filling in my eyebrows. <laughs> it's so hard for me. We went to a softball tournament. Like I seriously wanted to like i almost died we played six games outside and that, that day i was like i'm not gonna do that because i need to reapply sunscreen i'm gonna be wiping my face off and i will just wipe them off and it will look worse than if i just don't do that but it was still very hard for me to just feel like you don't you know and yeah. i always tell my husband i'm sorry you have to go out with me in public looking like this and he doesn't care he doesn't care at all right yeah. so it's really just me like being super self-conscious or whatever because you know, that's like what's trendy now or whatever. Um, well, and I just came across this quote from Ruth Handler. when she, So when we began sculpting Barbie's face, I insisted that it not be too pretty or contain too much personality. I was worried that if she were too glamorous, little, little girls wouldn't be able to identify with her. So 
that's what a plain face looks like. <laughs> With no personality or little personality. Yeah. But again, we're talking about a doll, like there's only so much like so much we can do at the you know, at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But it's true. Like you want people to be able to identify, you want people to be able to play and have a good time, you know, with Barbie and stuff. But yeah, it's just, I I still think it's interesting that so many people were like, I heard a lot of people that were not in favor of the Barbie movie, which just makes me laugh because I loved it. And there's, there's good lessons for everybody in there, right? If people listen and, and can see the both sides and what, how women kind of feel like they're portrayed and what we have to go through as moms and, and women. I mean, yeah, first I need to like print out her, her kind of monologue with the, you can't be too this because then it's this, yes. you know, the stuff I feel like I was like, this is like the wise cast podcast. <laughs> like, <you> can... <laughs> all the snap things. out of it, everyone. Yeah. And it's all the things we talk about, right? Like you have to be, and I'm continuing to think of all the things, assertive, but, well, not assertive, but, you know, like aggressive, like all the things that have negative connotations about them that mm-hmm. you're trying to walk that super fine tightrope line, and it's exhausting. It's so- and I think as we get older, like as I get older anyway, maybe, I just don't care as much. And I think it's hard to channel that when you're younger because you're trying to fit in, you're trying to find your place and, and just, figure out how to be comfortable in yourself. And as you get older, you just don't have time. You don't have the time for it. You don't have the energy to spend on stuff that doesn't matter to you anymore, right? So here, it's it's literally impossible to be a woman. You are so beautiful and so smart, and it kills me that you don't think you're good enough. Like, we always have to be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can't can never say you want to be thin. <laughs> that's, yeah. And that's women doing it to each other. Um, you have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. And so on, right? Like, it's, yeah, yeah it's so funny. Um, I was just telling my mom the other day that the modern world is actually kind of set up for women to be in charge of everything. If you think about it, like if you want a job done right, like I've heard it time and time again, people like women are just like the better person to deal with in terms of like, even if it's like a contractor, we're doing this like renovation and like both my husband and I love the wife because of her organized approach to things. Whereas like her, her partner who, you know, he just like kind of comes in and like, you know, just does stuff and then gets exhausted, but doesn't have, have like a plan per se in mind, right? Like there's no, like, what's the schedule? What, you know, could you be doing while this stuff is drying? Like, you know, why are you waiting until the next time to say, okay, now we have to go find the tile or whatever, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, let the woman be in charge because like women can do that kind of organizational management, you know, thing so well. Um, Yeah. So it's, it just makes more sense you know, to me. Like, I really think that now. Like, if I want a job done right from the management perspective, you know, I need a woman. <laughs> it's true. It's and it's interesting because, right, it's, you know, there's lots of studies, which I'm not going to pull up, but, right, like, we're better communicators. We're better leaders just because you know, we can be more empathetic, but actually motivating and just a better job at explaining and, and having realistic expectations. You know, all of these things that make 
leaders and people you want to work for do their job well, right, are the qualities that women have just more ingrained in them than right men do, right? Do you want people to be team oriented, right? That's the women, you know, that's more the women population. Um, we're less likely to point fingers and point the blame and try to pass it off at for somebody else, you know, like, again, we don't have time for that. Like, there's like a problem, let's find the solution, take care of it and move forward, right? Um, and so many men have been saying it too, that they they actually like their female managers better. They like how they've been leading the teams whenever there's been like a change. So um, yeah, I'm surprised that there are some, you know, men that are threatened by by this movie and its messaging. And, you know, I think that says more about them. Thank you as always for listening. Support Wisecast with a monthly donation to ensure great quality future episodes. Or you can also donate to our cause using PayPal. Both are linked in the episode notes. And don't forget to tell all of your friends that Wisecast is back. I am Dr. Richa Chandra. And I'm Dr. Amber Miller.